This Mother's Day, celebrate the extraordinary women in your life with a heartfelt gift from Blue Nile. Whether it's for your mom, a mother figure, or yourself as a mom, find that perfect piece to express your love and appreciation. Explore Blue Nile's exquisite pearls and mesmerizing gemstones that she's sure to love. Enjoy fast shipping options like guaranteed free shipping and returns. Make this Mother's Day unforgettable with a piece from Blue Nile. Right now, get up to 50% off at BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Want to get a chiseled look in the jawline? Sculpt and shape your jawline with added volume from Juvederm Volux XC. Juvederm Volux XC is an injectable gel specifically designed to be robust enough to improve moderate to severe loss of jawline definition. And it is the first and only hyaluronic acid filler approved for the jawline. Add volume to your jawline for a chiseled look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M dot com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Hi guys, Hi. this is Goop Yourself, the podcast where we talk about everything goop. I'm Brian Rucker. I'm Aggie Hewitt. And uh, I like shaved for the first time, not for the first time in a while, but I shaved more than I usually do. And oh my really? Face feels, yeah, it's like only one little notch below what I usually do, but I feel a little exposed right now. Yeah, you mentioned that at the Emmys. Do you not like it when you don't have like a little scruff yeah oh i'm never completely clean shaven i don't like it at all you don't like the feeling on your I, face no i just don't like the way my face looks oh like you clean. feel exposed i have i have like a baby face sort of like round i don't know i just i feel like i look like a little 12 year old chubby kid if i if Aww. i don't have any facial hair but i also can't grow like a really good beard so i just always have scruff which i feel comfortable with and today i was like eh, it's a little hot so i don't know i said i went I went a little lower than i usually do do and you then, shave every day no oh no not at all like once a week probably oh okay i mean i didn't notice at all okay so yeah it, i mean it there's no way like it's probably just a few millimeters shorter than i what i usually yeah. do but it feels like crazy to me and i never think about it like your facial hair huh. i just was like i guess i i don't think i think of you as a like a clean shaven person uh, really? So I guess like yeah. that's like the illusion that you're trying to. Yeah, it was just like hard living five o'clock shadow. Okay. No, I my whole adult life, uh, I have always had like a little bit of scruff, uh, except if there's a certain instance where like I have to shave for some reason. Huh. Um. Yeah. I I don't know, but like, yeah, it's weird. But I'm sure no one notices. So no. Huh. So you don't even think of me as someone that like has any facial hair. I mean. It just looks like you didn't shave. Like, oh, it doesn't yeah. look yeah. like you. But it doesn't. I don't think about it like. I, I No, not yeah. really. I think about I just think like you don't have facial hair, but like you have a little scruff. But I yeah. don't think of it as like a. No, that's what I'm going for. I guess. Yeah, that's, that's good. Because, yeah, I. Uh, yeah, I do like a once a week, usually on a two on my late razor. And today I did a one. Oh. Um, yeah. Interesting. So. 
be gentle today because I feel exposed. Oh, well, please. <laughs> You're safe here. Thank you. Um, that's not even, I wasn't even going to talk about that. I don't know why I just brought it up. Well, thank you for sharing yeah, that with us. Because uh, I, you know, men have to think about things that, you know, it very wouldn't few even things cross our to, minds. Yeah, compared it wouldn't to cross my mind. Um, yeah, well, I mean, women have to shave a lot more stuff. Half our bodies not, every day. Yeah. Do you shave like do you shave your legs every day? Mm, I every other day, every day, yeah. It's crazy. Yeah. Uh, a lot. I remember some of my girlfriends in New York. Like for the you know three four months, you're just like bundled up the whole time. They just don't. Oh, shave, yeah. yeah. I mean, there have been dark times <laughs> um, for sure, especially when I lived in Chicago and you would have like long underwear and long pants, and no one ever saw your legs. It was, yeah. It seems like a dream. Yeah, it was nice. It was a nice little vacation. Um, But now, yeah. If I don't shave my legs every day, it's like, really? I'm like Thelma and Selma. Yeah, yeah. They Uh, had hairy legs sometimes, right? Oh, the Marge's sisters on The Simpsons? Yeah, yeah. They always had. God, those characters are so misogynistic. Oh, really? I mean... No, maybe not. Should, no, probably are. Should I not have referenced them? No, it's fine. No, I'm just like, just looking back on it, like they're like disgusting women because they like don't shave their legs and they like have deep raspy voices. Yeah. Like Homer is just like sexually repulsed by them, even though he is attracted He's... to a woman who looks almost exactly like them, but it's just a little more traditionally feminine. Mm, hot take. I mean, I'm full of hot takes today. Wow. Uh, what else is new? What is um, new with you? Um, nothing really. Well, okay. So, um, what's his name? American Horror Story. Ryan Murphy. Ryan Murphy thanked Gwyneth and his acceptance That's speech right. at the Emmys. That was a big moment for us. And Brad got on stage, but he's like definitely quiet. He doesn't, he doesn't, uh, have the publicity whore gene that Ryan Murphy does. I've never heard his voice. I imagine it sounds, I imagine it sounds the same as like Jared Kushner's voice. Just like, like a, <laughs> wait, isn't his isn't Jared Kushner's voice like nasal? Like yeah, like a reedy choir boy. Oh God! But who knows? Maybe he has like a deep sonorous voice. I, have I no think idea. I just I don't know what he sounds like. But um, Gwyneth posted a picture of him coming home from you know the Emmys with his Emmy. In Good hand. for him. They have another award to throw on their mantle. Exactly. Yeah, and I don't know if she was there. No, I don't think she was I there. I, which I think her. is so cool. Well, have you heard the tabloid rumors that like there's trouble in paradise? No. That I forget if it, it was. I take this with a grain of salt because I think it was like Star Magazine or one of these. But they're saying like the wedding might be off no. because uh, Brad is just like weirded out that Gwyneth is so close to Chris, and you know Chris is like giving her away at the wedding. That is weird. That's so That's weird, weird, right? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I guess like sure have him come. I mean, yeah, her father's passed away. So it, it is But like, no one has to give you away at your stupid wedding. I mean, like I hate that giving away thing anyway. Yeah, I'm trying to remember if anyone gave away my sister. I think maybe my mom my, my, I think my mom did it cuz that yeah. was, that was only that was like 2 years after my dad died. So it is like a thing you have to think about. Well, it's a thing you have to think about and decide if you like want to do it. Yeah. yeah. But like, I'm just, I don't get or this. just like walk down the aisle with her. Yeah. Yeah. Because the idea of like your parents, like giving you to your spouse. That's gross. I mean, it's yeah. If you, th- yeah, if you think about any like marriage ritual too long, it's like disgusting. They're all disgusting. They're all really bad. Um, But I really don't understand why your ex-husband is going to give you to your new husband. I mean, yeah, no, it is an odd choice. And, 
I mean, there was a little seed of doubt planted in my mind after I read that tabloid story. And like, I just, can you, Gwyneth has, you know, created this myth around her perfect life, like so beautifully that if this actually happened, if like Brad left her at the altar or whatever, like that would be crazy for someone. Like it would be one thing if it was a, you know, a bachelorette contestant or something like that. But like, if that's if that messiness comes to Gwyneth Paltrow, that that would just be mind blowing. Wait, you think that he would leave her at the altar? <laughs> no, not at the altar, but like if they call off the wedding. Oh my god! He's not going to leave her at the altar. What if she gets left at the altar? But like, like Carrie and Sex in the City. She uh, wasn't at the Emmys. Oh yeah, two that, or one. Uh, two. Oh, I never saw two. Two. It, the, well, it's not in one, is it? I don't think so. One, she. I don't remember. I fucking hate those movies or the one I saw. It was so boring to me. <laughs> those movies are so bad, but they're just like, there's like a montage where she just is opening boxes of wedding dresses. Yeah. And she, I don't know if she even puts them on. I think she just like looks at them and it's like a 15 minute scene. I, yeah, I must've, bl- I think I was extremely drunk when I watched that movie in the theater. Cause I was with my, it was like my friends. Oh, actually friend of the podcast, Michelle Markowitz, who's been on oh. this podcast. She's like a big sex in the city fan. Oh really? And yeah. I went, like she and some other people went to like the midnight screening, the opening night of the first Sex in the City movie, oh, wow. and they all brought like Magnolia cupcakes and like Cosmos and water jugs and stuff. And <laughs> are uh, Magnolia cupcakes a thing from? I think so. That show? Yeah. Uh, so I think I just like blacked out basically. You were there for the cupcakes yeah. and the Cosmos. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Oh, one other thing I wanted to talk about was one of our listeners recommended a book to us on Instagram called Hippie Foods. That's oh, like, really? Yeah, it's um, like the history basically of of hippie foods in America, like oh. health food and stuff. And I just started reading it last night. It is fascinating. Um, really? Yeah. It well, they have a little introduction. The author talks about his because he grew up in like an ultra liberal Mennonite community in Indiana in like the 60s and 70s and so he grew up like this was his normal food that he ate um okay like you know sprouts and avocados and weird whole grain bread and stuff and the book i guess is basically like how this food sort of broke into the mainstream and that it is like just as important a sort of cuisine as any other like regional american food yeah um so then the first chapter goes and right now i just started so i'm in it's in like the 50s in los angeles and it's like two health food restaurants that opened up in the 50s like before the craze and how those sort of started everything else that came after oh interesting Um, that sounds that sounds right up your alley yeah it's like sounds i can't believe i haven't read it before so someone recommended it to you and you immediately got it yeah i just got it from overdrive at the library Mm. uh and i haven't read too much of it yet because I only have three days left on the novel I'm reading. So I have to like, Oh God, is it that Elmore Leonard? No, I I (laughs) cut that one out of my life and I do not regret it for a minute. I'm really proud of you. Uh, No, not, not Elmore Leonard, uh, James Elroy. Oh, sorry. Sorry. Yeah. Um, This one is in the, it's like about um, a guy, a Vietnam vet who's a playwright who has to smuggle heroin back from Vietnam. Okay. Um, And like, it gets into obviously like complications and his wife, or his girlfriend like becomes a junkie. It's very good. It's oh. called Dog Soldiers. Oh. Um, but I just started reading it when I realized I only had like a week left. So now I have to read like 50 to 60 pages a day. I know. I have so many like that. That yeah. overdrive gets you. Because I forget that they're there. And then all of a sudden I'm like, oh my God, I have like 10 books I have to read in a week. It's good though. Because it makes you, it like forces you. Because like a regular library book, you could just like not return it and, and pay the fine or whatever. Yeah. And never read it. But this one, it's like 
it, I, they take I, I it like away. It. Yeah, it's like it may, so you have to like do the math and be like, okay, if it's, it's a three hundred page book, I have you know four days left, so I have to read like seventy five pages a day or whatever. I know. I appreciate that they just take it back. That you don't, you can't fuck it up. Yeah. Like that they do it they for just, you. And I know this one has like a wait list, so if I if the I don't finish it, I'm not gonna get it back for a while. And they just gave me the new Megan Abbott book. Which now I have to start reading as soon as I finish this one. Oh yeah, I, I only have that one. The count is clocking on that one. Too. And the, that's going to take a really long time to get back to because you know I'm sure the yeah, wait list that, is it's really new long. and there's such a long wait list. Yeah, I think I'm on it. I actually read a really good Megan Abbott short story last night. Ooh. Um, it was called. Sorry, this is important because Megan Abbott has been on a goop yeah. list, and that's how we discovered her, and we both really like. This her. is a literature podcast now, guys. Um, don't you know? Yeah, it's really good. It's um. It was from like a best American, like one of the best American collections, you know, those books. Yeah. yeah. And it's called The Little Men, I think. And okay. it's about this um, woman in the 50s in L.A. And she's like, it's very noirish. And she moves into this um, apartment that is like creepy and possibly haunted and the landlady is this like weird old lady who's like obsessed with her and she befriends these two like um kind of like alcoholic gay guys that live next door and they like fill her in on like all the like story of like what happened this sounds amazing it's really good what's it called again uh the little men Okay, so we're recommending The Little Men by Megan Abbott. Yeah. Dog Soldiers, if you like like a 70s crime, like heroin junkie book, which I love, uh, by Robert Stone. And then Hippie Food by Jonathan Kaufman. So those are our book recommendations. (laughs) Guys, read them quick. We're never going to talk about them again. We'll never talk about this again. (laughs) Uh, But yeah, other than that, like I don't, I mean, I'm just, my countdown to keto uh, I know. I And honestly, I keep being like, am I going to do keto with you? Am I not going to do keto? I'm like so back and oh, forth I about it. I, a, I, I, didn't th- I didn't even know that you were thinking about it. Once in a while, I think about um, it. I did go to Costco this morning and the wisps were back in stock. Oh, so good. I, get, I bought a giant bag of them. Yeah. To you're going to need those. Yeah. I bought those. I bought like a ton of wild salmon from Sam, from, from salmon, from Costco. Mm. Uh, and so now I just need, I don't know what I have like butter. I don't know. I don't think I need anything else. I don't think so. Yeah, nuts. Like what else do you need? Eggs? Just get a thing where you can track your macros. Oh yeah. Yeah. Cause then, you know, that's Is like an app or. Yeah. Like any of the, like my fitness, my fitness pal, pal or okay. whatever, like just so you can like put in how much you're getting so you can keep track of it. Yeah. Cause the other, oh, I, another book I got from overdrive was like, uh, a like 21 day keto reset book. And that guy stressed me out. Cause he was like, you have to only have, you know, these unrefined fats. It's not enough to do the macros. You can't even count net carbs. So you can't even have stuff with like fiber in it. Yeah. It seemed, I was, I was actually thinking of like not doing it. Um, but cause when it was you, so, cause it was so, it was like, I don't think I could do this. Uh, if I can't even have like a weird protein bar with like stevia in it. oh but you can yeah okay but yeah but yeah you told me to just do the macros and so now i have these another costco fave these like cinnamon bun flavored protein bars that sounds delicious They're, they only have they have like five net carbs um and like 25 like lots of fat and protein and they they taste like they sort of taste like cook like cinnamon cookie batter that sounds They're so really good. good yeah there are all these like hashtags on Instagram when you're doing keto that's just like everyone has a different philosophy but one of them is like I F 
YM or something if it fits your macros. Like, <laughs> and it's just like that's some people's philosophy is just if it fits your macros, yeah. you can have it. That seems like the way to go. Just, it's I think it's the easiest way yeah. to do it. Yeah, and I do, and I am like I have olive oil and avocado oil, so I'm not going to use a lot of like weird refined. I'm not going to use any refined vegetable oil, and I'm going to try like when my meat is gonna. I'm going to try to do you know sustainable, not like disgusting meat. Yeah. Um, so I think I'm doing it pretty well, but I just know that I. Like a hundred percent. If there's, I don't know, some like weird hot dog I want, I'll have it. Oh, totally. Yeah, yeah I think. Um, well, you're like, you know what's like good and yeah, what's yeah, like yeah. you know how to eat healthy fats. So it's like you know like what you'd want to concentrate on, and then like you just don't have to be super strict about like I will not eat X, Y, and Z because you know you can have whatever. Yeah. Yeah. No, I think I'm pretty well prepared. And this week I'm going to go on Instagram and, and look up these hashtags and maybe f- start following some some weird keto people on Instagram. Oh, I highly recommend following yeah. weird keto people, yeah. which I definitely do because I just have to know like what their deal is. Yeah. And maybe get some weird recipes. I want like, yeah, I just want to make like a like chicken stuffed with cheese or something. something yeah. Like and that. like, are you going to make cloud bread? What's that? It's like bread that they make and it's like eggs and like cream cheese or something. They like make it and then they bake it and it like comes out and it's like bread texture. Okay. Yeah. There was one recipe for like a keto bread in one of the books I read that was you could microwave it. It was like an egg and some almond flour and something else and you just put it in the microwave. Huh. Um, So yeah, I'm definitely going to do all of these crazy things and share the results with everyone well we can't wait to hear it i'm excited deeply excited um so yeah if anyone wants to join me i think we got interest from a couple people on instagram are you serious uh just yeah october is keto october (laughs) with goop with goop yourself i'm bad at branding october october spooky spooky keto it's it's halloween but then the fun part is on October 31st, which is Halloween, you can stop and you can eat Halloween candy. Candy. So that's the the treasure at the end of the keto rainbow. That's a really good plan, Brian. <laughs> I don't know. It's very, very enticing to me, but I'm like really working with you're my therapist. Your, yeah, about... You're a French woman. Don't get fat. You're doing your cloth cheese or whatever. I haven't even made that uh, yet. Damn it. I know. Just no. a, one bite of croissant. And then, you know, a little espresso. Yesterday I had a venti uh, pumpkin spice latte. That's not very French. It was iced. Okay. So it's like a little better. It's like watered down. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, It was like a half off. It was like a Starbucks happy hour. Aggie, I think if you're working with your therapist and you want to like do some like long term work on healthy eating, I think doing a month crazy keto thing is not the best thing for you. Yeah, I think. So, okay. So right now. Brian and I are like two, we're a fork in the road. Ships we're, in the we're, ships, we're, yeah. So Brian is going the way of the like fast diet where you will lose weight because keto helps. Yeah. I'm going the way of like working with my therapist on not having issues with doing diets all the time. Yeah. So and we're both this. working on different things. So what are you, which way, which way <laughs> are you going to go? I think I've been doing the, what you're doing now. Yeah. Like, and I've actually, I don't want to brag, but I feel like the last few months I've started really eating normally and like healthily and like not, I haven't been going to fast food like at all the past few months and I'm like cooking more also because I'm extremely poor. Yeah. So it's like, it makes you just sort of like cook and I'm exercising. So I feel good 
health. I feel great health wise, but in the past six months that I've been doing this, I've maybe lost, you know, five pounds or so, which is fine. Yeah. But like now I'm like, all right, I could kick it into overdrive for a little bit. For a month. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah, it's like whatever your body is telling you. Whatever floats your boat. I think it's probably good that like we're doing a little different things. And because I, yeah, yeah, I, I don't think this is, because it, it fucks with you psychologically if you're like constantly going from diet to diet and just like going insane. I think it's really bad for me. And I think that like I've gained a lot of weight and I think it's because I do so many diets because oh, yeah. I like rebound. It's like exactly yeah, yeah, yeah. what they always say that you're not going to do. I always do it. Yeah. Or exactly. They're like, you know, you go on a diet and then as soon as it's over, you binge. I do. Th- I, I always think I don't do that because I like slowly reintroduce it. But once I do it, I'm like, I have to taste everything that I didn't have, which is so stupid. Mm-hmm. Anyway. No. Yeah. So it's good. One of us is doing a crazy diet. One of us is just eating healthy and you can choose either option. Yeah. Listeners. Trying to develop a healthy relationship with food. Uh, all right. Let's get to the newsletter. Okay. What was your best of the week? My best of the week was the salt vacations. <laughs> <laughs> that was that was my worst. It was? Yeah. Okay. So for some reason, there was like... Half of this newsletter was just called the salt packet. And it was just a, it was like five articles about like, salt. Yeah. Not like, I think it was like nine articles, maybe five, but it was the whole week's newsletter was everything was about salt. Well, But the thing is, it wasn't like the first half of the newsletter was like normal. Oh yeah. And then the second half was like, now let's get into salt. And then it was just like, like who was asking to get into salt? I have no idea. And look, th- not everything about salt was on my best. One of my salt, one of the salt things was on my craziest. And one of the salt things was on my thing I would buy. So that's, this is going to be salty. So salt yeah, talk heavy. about what you like so much about this salt centric travel destination. Oh, article. I thought the Bolivia thing seemed really fun. You like go camping and you like look at this, like you drive across this like beautiful, like salt, like ground or something. And it like in the rainy season, it's reflective. So it's like you're driving across like a mirrored glass and I think it would be really beautiful. And then also the um, salt flats in Utah. I would love to go to the salt flats in Utah. And like, I just think it would be really pretty. Yeah. I just struggle with how much there is to do at these places after you drive through the salt flats or whatever. Well, I don't think there's that much, but maybe it's like a, well, this one in Bolivia, you go to La Paz and you you go to the capital, which is the capital city, and you. Um. Yeah. No. I. I. I would love to go to Bolivia. I. I don't know. It seemed to 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 plan a, an entire vacation around salt, or it seems seemed weird to me. I would love to do this, and then the the Utah thing would be like no big deal. I mean, we could get to Utah pretty easy from here. Yeah, they said it's like eighty. Yeah, it's just off of I eighty. Um, before you get to Salt Lake City. So I think I probably have driven through it, honestly, and I don't even realize I think I probably have too, actually, but I've never, like, gone there to, like, stay. Yeah, I and also just, it seems similar glare-wise to, like, snow that you just have to, it's, like, so reflective and you get sunburned so easily. Um, I don't, I I feel like after an hour or two in the Salt salt Flats, I'd want to leave. Yeah. I see, but you could. Then you would go to the go to ancient Salt- city of La Paz. Uh, oh, sure, that one. Yeah. Or go to Salt Lake City. Or the Dead Sea. 
Yeah, I also appreciated that their Dead Sea um, thing wasn't Israel because I was just like, oh, God, you're going to tell me to go to Israel again, like another one of these things. They're all the same. But then it was in Sponsored Jordan. Sponsored by Birthright. Sponsor, <laughs> exactly. I know. But I was like, actually, it was in Jordan. So I'm like, okay, at least it's like a little they're trying to do something different because yeah, yeah. i was like if they're if you're t- telling me to, about a salt vacation we all know what's going to be on there sure you're not blowing anyone's mind with the dead uh, sea but yeah the jordanian side of the dead sea that actually makes me want to go to the dead sea because i uh yeah yeah i mean i've always wanted to go i'm just sick uh, of like I've wait been... have you you've never been to israel no I mean, neither of us went on birthright no yeah i think we made the right decision i think so too but i mean i just like i can't do this but then there's also a thing if you get married to someone who's a gentile they'll pay for your honeymoon to go there oh really yeah fuck i missed my chance yeah because it has to be in the first like two um, years i think i don't think either john or i would like really want to go to israel and and actually they don't really pay for the whole thing they pay for like most of it's like you can go for really cheap but it's not like fully free are they gay friendly Mm, yeah israel is oh israel yeah i never know what the Who's in charge? Because it's like all those right wing people are in charge of Israel now. But I guess they're not right wing on like social issues. I don't know. I mean, like I know like Tel Aviv is like a big that's like, true gay friendly city. Oh, yeah. Um. So guys, salt vacations in or out? Best of the week, worst of the week? Who knows? It's all over the map. Yeah. But I would want. But here's the thing. I love going on vacation, and these don't seem like crazy expensive trips either. That's the other thing. It's like it seems like you could go and like camp and kind of like have a couple of nice dinners in town and that's it yeah i mean salt lake city is not known for being expensive south america is relatively yeah. cheap so i'm like wow maybe that maybe these are doable for yeah. me maybe maybe not um so my best oh, i want to give a quick shout out to the podcast this week uh the goop podcast i oh yeah just listened to it and it um it was uh a guy by the name of Brian Stevenson, and he wrote a book named, called Just Mercy, and he just talked about um, mass incarceration of black men and how uh, there's like a long line in America from slavery to Jim Crow to this mass incarceration, and it was a really interesting. He had he had like great points to make, and it just seemed very um, un goop like. Yeah, because I like didn't really listen to the podcast this week because I never really do. Yeah. Um, but I saw that that's what this was about. And I was like, oh, this is really interesting. Um, and I'd never heard of this guy or this book before. No, me neither. Um, and I was like, this doesn't seem like a crazy person. Like this seems like a, like a real guy with like something to say. Um, yeah, he's, he, he's, he seemed, uh, I, I want to read his book now and, uh, Elise Lunin, um, you know, just listen to him and stuff. Uh, but yeah, I'm wondering, I mean, I think he, you know, wants people to, to read his book and he's probably, um, entering a different demographic than his usual one by being on the Goop podcast. Well, I, yeah, I wonder like why Goop decided to do that. Like, are they getting feedback or is it like. I mean, I don't know, because it just doesn't seem like they would like normally like care very much about things like this. Yeah, I'm, they probably, I mean, I'm sure a lot of people that work at Goop are concerned with, you know, social justice issues. Yeah. Um, and it's obviously not like Goop's main focus. Right. But it was nice to to um, to have this guy on the podcast and, and probably a lot of, you know, women and men that listen to the Goop podcast that don't normally hear about this stuff. 
Um, yeah, I think it's great. Yeah. I mean, good for them. And um, yeah, I'm going to have to listen to that. And then I, the, the Ask Me Anything with Gwyneth was great. Too, what was it? Because the question was like, is there a t- like a time limit for being single? Like, is it bad for you to be single for like 15 years? And Gwyneth was like, well, actually, my mother has been single for 16 years ever since my father died. And I think it's time for her to get a boyfriend. So, so Gwyneth basically was like, if anyone knows any eligible man, men, call Blythe Danner. Oh, my God. Oh, God. And like, fuck. I wish I knew a guy. I know, right? Yeah. Oh, someone is going to be very lucky to be Gwyneth's new stepdad. Yeah. I know. Uh, but OK, but my actual best. Sorry, this is long. Um was the uh, article about the Vipassana retreat in um, Massachusetts. Okay, can I just cut in really fast? No, this is my thing. I would would try and I was like really struggling with like would I put it in my best or would I put it in my try because I really, really want to do it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I was struggling with the same thing. Um, So this is a 10-day retreat that's basically like silent meditation for 10 days. Uh, and the main uh, ashram is in Massachusetts. It's called the Dhamma Dara. And it's free. I know. It's fucking free. Well, and it's donation-based. Donation-based. But hey. And there's also, there's one in the desert in Southern California too. Oh, there is? In 29 Palms out, uh, by Palm Springs. Oh, that's the one I want to go yeah, to. Yeah, I want to go there too. So you basically just sit there for 10 days and silently meditate um, and it's not just like you meditate all day. There's like hour an hourly structure. So it, I, it's, it doesn't seem as boring. Like it's probably not as boring as it seems to just say, Oh, I'm going to meditate for 10 days silently. Um, so there's like question and answers, group meditation, solo meditation, lunch breaks, everything you want. Um, and, uh, yeah. And it's all donation based. So like you just have to sign up early, I think, cause yeah. they sell out really fast. But I think if you just go on the wait list and you're like, I don't care, I'll just go whenever yeah, yeah. I think you'll get in. Yeah. Well, I saw you have to fill out an application and then I got like intimidated cause then oh, they're yeah. like, we'll see if you get accepted. And I'm like, why would I not get accepted? No, I bet people get accepted. Um, but yeah, there's, there was a bunch of them all over the country. So the one they talked about in the article was in Massachusetts. Yeah. But then I looked and there was one in, in 29 Palms outside of Joshua Tree. Oh my God. So, I mean, if we have, I mean, we do have 10 days to spare. <laughs> oh, do we? <laughs> yeah, do we ever, do we ever have 10 days to waste? Uh, but yeah, it sounded, it sounded intense, but it sounded like, like it would be a, sort of a once in a lifetime, like cool thing to do. It seems really, really cool. And the fact that it's free changes everything. Yeah. Cause it's oh, like, yeah. if all of this stuff was free, I would do literally everything. Oh, yeah. Totally. yeah um, but since most of it's so prohibitively expensive, I'm just like, that's crazy. But, um, this, it just seems like it would be, yeah, like it would be really good for your mental health and it would be really good for you to, to do. Yeah. People say it's life changing. Yeah. I um, bet it is. So if you want to, yeah, search, uh, or go on goop or yeah, it's called Dhamma Dara, um, or just Google, uh, Vipassana retreats and they'll, a bunch of them will come up like oh, on your area. I know. I want to do it so bad. Um, so yes, my worst was the salt vacation. What was your worst? My worst was how to elevate a room with an accent wall. Oh yeah, that was bad. Because I was like, what the fuck is this HGTV from like 2004? It's crazy. Like an accent wall? So yeah, it's just like paint your wall one, like paint one, one wall a different Yes, color. but it's like literally every single show on like HGTV and like all those like home makeover shows that were like big hits on like TLC in like the mid 2000s 
that was all they ever told you to do was do an accent wall. Yeah, this this must have been sponsored by like a paint company. It must or something. have been sponsored yeah. by Accent Wall. It doesn't make any sense. It's so dumb. It was sponsored by Pharaoh and Ball. Which yeah. is what paint, paint and paper. Yeah. yeah, I mean it's just filler, just an ad. Just an ad, I guess. It was so obnoxious. I was like, this is so stupid. Like they can't come up with a better way to like tell you to buy paint. And also, like if they did, they also do wallpaper because i feel like if you're gonna talk about accent walls now how come nobody ever does them with wallpaper that's what i would that is i think more on trend now like in contemporary times is an accent wall with a cool wallpaper i think 10 years ago people were like oh paint a wall but now i do think that that wallpaper those like big bold printed wallpapers are are something beautiful yeah Yeah. and it's like what me too and so it's like why are you telling me to paint it's so i just i i just i'm speechless yeah it was dumb uh anyway uh did you have a craziest or a saddest um yeah i had a couple of craziest so my number one craziest was the how to cook without salt diet that was my saddest because that was just like okay this woman has like kidney failure and she like cannot have sodium so she's like so this is what i eat which is like okay fine that's your story that's your experience whatever like years you're sick and i'm sorry but like why is this going in goop as if it's like a diet that you're going to go on? This is a person who has like an actual medical condition. Why are we talking about it like it's a diet? That's the whole problem with goop and all of these things where it's like there's nothing wrong with you ladies. Like if there if you have kidney failure and can't have sodium, you know it. This isn't about like being puffy or retaining water or something like this is about like a woman who's like legitimately ill. And I mean, good for her that she figured out ways to like, you know, cook for herself and whatever but i just don't understand why like we're reading about it like this is like aspirational because she's trying to sell a book and like i again like yeah it's uh i feel very bad for her this sounds like a horrible disease uh because salt literally makes all food taste good and salt if you put lemon peel on something she's like put lemon peel on it instead or dried celery i'm here to tell you (laughs) that will not do it i mean if you get if you develop a taste for that stuff because you can't have salt, I'm sure it, you'll be fine eventually. But if you're trying to cut back, that is not going to cut it. Yeah, I mean, if it, unless you have a, like an acute medical issue, you're not going to have too much sodium as long as you're cooking your own food. It's those it's like the packaged food and fast food and restaurant food that uh, has a lot of hidden sodium, uh, mainly used as a preservative rather than a uh, flavoring agent but if you're cooking your own food you can fucking put as much salt on as you want and you'll be fine unless you have kidney failure and you need salt like yeah. most people need salt. otherwise you can't you'll like never be able to like process the water that you drink like yeah. sodium helps you like make like hydrate yourself and i've read when in my keto research i've read when you're doing keto you have to have more salt more sodium really to process i don't know to get you into ketosis your ketones yeah. Uh, so one other little crazy one, just like a little side note was that, did you read the thing that like why and how this Danish designer loves LA? Yeah, it was bad. Annie Bing. So she loves LA and, oh no, Anine Bing. Yeah. And so I guess she has stores all over LA and she's like, yeah, we live in Silver Lake and blah, blah, blah. But when we go to brunch, we always go to Jones on third. That I noticed that too. And I'm like. I love Jones on third. Me but too. But why are you, if you live in Silver Lake, why live in Silver Lake if that's your brunch place? Well, yeah. Why are you, there's a million great brunch places in Silver Lake. Why are you driving down to half Park an Street? hour? That's like 
that like takes your whole that's your Saturday whole day to, to drive down there for brunch and i was like is she going to the one in the valley because that one would be closer yeah. but i think the answer is her main flagship store is on third street oh so I, when she says brunch i feel like she did a little fibbing and maybe she goes to jones on third a lot during her lunch break at work maybe and she just likes it because i i can't imagine especially if she has a family to be like oh hop in the car guys we're driving all the way down to Third Street for, admittedly, a very a good, good brunch. Chinese chicken salad. A, gr- a good yeah. brunch, but you can get a good brunch in Silver yeah. Lake. I mean, you don't need to go to Jones on Third. Yeah. No, it's that was very crazy. Odd. Uh, so yeah, that made me think maybe this whole thing is a lie. Yeah, is this whole thing a lie? Because like, I did think it was a lie. I was like, like, that doesn't make sense. I've never heard of anyone doing that. I mean, look, maybe once in a while, once a year. If you're meeting friends that live on the someone. west side and you need to go someplace in the middle. Sure. Or yeah. if you're going to be there because you're like going shopping or yeah, whatever. Yeah. Okay. But just but a regular brunch To place? be like, oh, that's where I want to go? It's crazy. It's it, mind-blowing. I don't even think she lives in Silver Lake. She can't. No. I think she lives at Jones on 3rd. Yeah. <laughs> she lives at the Grove. Uh, so yeah, my saddest was uh, that how to cook without salt. Um, she, this poor woman, I mean, she's trying to make a living. She has two books. One is called Sodium Girls Limitless Low Sodium Cookbook. And the other one is called Low So. Like, low So. Like, lo, like Low So. It's called Low So Good. Like Oh So Good. Yeah, Oh So Good, but so Low good. Sodium. Oh, wow. Um, and then she talks about the Salty Six, which are, I guess she didn't make that up, but it's the American Heart Association. And it's like, no shit. It's like pizza is on the list. Um, they don't even tell me what the rest of the Salty Six is. They just say pizza. Oh, and then, God, and then it's very sad. Her hack for pizza is to do make a call make the cheese out of cauliflower and cashews and then also i could just imagine if you're doing like a low carb thing you're also going to make the crust out of cauliflower so it's just a a big thing thing of cauliflower and then you just have to call it pizza and then just cry in your room it's just a big disc of cauliflower wow that's too bad it's like just don't i don't know whatever yeah let's pray for some sort of cure for kidney disease so this woman can eat sodium again that's what we need to do that's really big of you brian thank, thank you, you. <laughs> hashtag low so bad <laughs> uh what would you try um i said the meditation oh, thing yeah. and i really do like i went on the website and i was like reading the thing like i'm gonna i'm gonna apply for it it sounds the only thing i'd be scared of is i do take sleep medication would i wouldn't be able to take that with me i don't know because it says like no drugs at all no what I like, I would just have to. I don't know. I would the first couple nights, I'm sure I wouldn't get to sleep. That sounds scary, but you take sleep medication every night. Oh, yeah. Well, maybe you wouldn't need it because you'd be meditating all so much. Yeah, maybe I don't know. Um, I would try this weird, it's called number one rosemary water. Oh, yeah, that was cool. It sounded good. I do think so. It's like a, a bubbly seltzer water infused with rosemary and, um, it's like for your hair or something? No, it's I think it's to drink. No, but I mean it's like good for your oh, hair good. Yeah, or they something say like rosemary, or your, It was um, part of like a thing about like things to take for like your skin or your hair or something like that. Yeah. So I guess rosemary has like healing properties. Um some herbalist they interview say that every woman should just like touch a rosemary bush every day. Yeah. Uh and then this number one rosemary water. Guys, I'm a pretty good trend spotter. I think these herb infused waters are going to be the next big thing. Like how LaCroix is now with like fruit flavored waters. I really think in a few years, everyone's going to be drinking rosemary water, thyme water, oregano water. Like it's going to be a 
you don't agree with me. You heard it here first. I, it says it's for gorgeous hair and skin. I think it's going to blow up. These herbal flavors are it's, going into the mainstream. Yeah, I think so too. No, I do too because it's so like clean and chic and yeah. fancy. And I also think that you could make that yourself. You don't have to buy that rosemary water. You no. could just get like rosemary extract and mix it with soda. Yeah, a rosemary extract or literally just like put a sprig of rosemary in soda water. Yeah, yeah. that's it. So you don't need because these are extremely expensive. It's forty dollars for twelve serving for like twelve little bottles. So that is that is very expensive. That is ten times the amount of LaCroix I think and you could have it for free <laughs> yeah like you literally could buy a giant thing of rosemary for two dollars yeah and have as much water with it as you want yeah um that's our hack guys no that's really cool I'm excited to, to yeah do that. maybe I would try that too actually I'm gonna do it yeah put it in our goop cb2 bottles I mean won't that be the chicest that's thing the to chic yeah walk well, around just, with water with a you just have to like scrape off the part that says cb2 <laughs> yeah because that yeah I mean hey yeah. Who are we trying to fool? Mm. Uh, what would you buy? Oh, I would buy um, Malden sea salt flakes. Oh, yeah, it's great. I mean, I just, I don't, I use kosher salt. That's the only salt I use. But I'm like, I guess I should use finishing salt. I just ran out of my finishing salt and I need to get more. Um, yeah, it's great because it, it's a little crunchy. Oh, th- this was from an article that was just like, like three Another salts thing about salt. you need to buy. and. It was it was very dumb, but yeah, you should definitely Malden. You can pretty much get at any grocery store. It's yeah. like five bucks for. And thing why does Gwyneth Paltrow keep it in a tin on her desk? Because I think she just likes to have it around, so she salts you know any sort of snack that comes in. She like puts a little. It's like people that have hot sauce in their bag. She has <laughs> Malden sea salt in her, in her bag. I don't know. I do that. All right. You keep sea salt in your bag. I completely just lied. I didn't okay. know that, but, <laughs> but I would, like, I get why you would do that. Okay. I mean, mm. okay, it's interesting. I would never think to keep salt there, but it's smart. She's it's, so smart. Especially if you have, like, a, if you're just on the run and you're eating some boring sandwich or something. And you want to spice it up a little bit. Yeah. yeah. A, little, a little crunchy sea salt. Good for her. Yeah. Well, that's what I would get because I don't have any. How uh, about you? Well, this was tough. It, I, I'm saying that it, I would buy a $970 neon green Prada fanny pack. Oh yeah. But I know in my life I would not buy this. And it is weird to me when something was trendy, ironically 10 years ago and is now coming back for the second time. Ironically, it just makes me feel very old. Yeah. Because you've seen it three times now. Like when I was in my twenties, when American apparel was big, that was the thing was to like have cool fanny packs. And especially like I was riding my bike a lot. I lived in Brooklyn guys. I was pretty cool. And like, it was a good thing to have like a fanny pack. And even then it was like slightly ironic. Cause it was obviously fanny packs were like, you know, moms in the eighties at Disney world. Yeah. And so now the fact that it's another generation are getting into fanny packs and this one is like a Prada one. Yeah. It just makes me feel very old. And yet I like fanny packs and I would buy one. I wouldn't I buy this one cause I'd look like a fucking idiot wearing a Prada fanny pack. But I think you'd look really cool wearing a Prada fanny pack. I mean, see, I think now it has to be Prada so you can be like, look, I'm not doing it the first ironic way. I'm doing it the second, the second way. High end ironic way. Yeah. Is that the rules? Like, First, shame on you. Second, so shame, high, on shame, on Prada. shame on Prada. Yeah. Um, um, but there's no, I mean, unless someone wants to, unless I win the lottery or sell a TV show, I'm not going to buy this anytime soon. Well, it's $900. $970. That doesn't actually seem like that much money to me. <laughs> <laughs> what? I guess in the sense of 
for a woman's bag, if you're buying a Prada bag, it's a lot it's, cheaper than that. It's cheap. Yeah, exactly. But you can't, I, it's tiny. You can't fit. You could fit like a chapstick and a wallet in it. Yeah. And it's like not leather or anything. No, it's, I mean, it literally probably costs $5 to make. No. Or I guess because it's like real Italian people making it. It's, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Real Italian people made it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but the, the materials, yeah, I think it's just like a canvas or whatever. Probably. Nylon. It's called a nylon belt bag. They don't even say fanny pack. Oh, because I, you know, because fanny is a, a bad word in the UK. Yeah, it is. So I think the Prada's international audience, you can't just say fanny. Well, yeah, the real Italian people wouldn't know what to do with themselves. No. Because, I mean, I'm sure that they know, you know, British English yeah, British more than English. American. Um, and they, Fanny means pussy there. Yeah. I can't call it. A pussy, pussy pack. bag. <laughs> pussy pack. They should. They should. We would get, we, if they called it pussy pack, we would get used to saying that. Yeah, sure. Guys, uh, British people say a lot of words that Americans find offensive. And I guess Americans say words that British people find offensive. It's a two-way it's a, street. Yeah. Um, Great. That does it for this week's <laughs> Goop Yourself. Wait, uh, but I wanted to read, we did have a new review. Oh, yeah. And I, I'm, I really appreciate this person chiming in because uh, it's a voice that we don't often hear on the podcast. Yeah. And it is um, the voice of a functional doctor who we are extremely hard on them. And I... Don't know that I could have been as big of a person as this person is and actually like find things to enjoy in our podcast. Uh, so they gave us five stars. Uh, the title is Absolutely Love This Podcast. And I'm just going to read it. And then we can talk about it for a little bit. Um, by Dangerous. Uh, I've listened to every single episode. And the both of you are truly talented, likable, funny, and smart. You both have a generosity of spirit that is endlessly winning. On a random note, I wish you guys knew that functional medicine is not accurately represented by just those specialists featured on Goop. All functional medicine really is, at the end of the day, is a doctor that will ask, why does my patient have rheumatoid arthritis in the first place? And treat the cause instead of just the symptoms. So many of us functional medicine doctors are working to make our services affordable to everyone, not charge a ton of money, and suggest 20 different supplements. Quality healthcare for everyone should be the most democratic ideal of all. And for many of us, that is what we are striving to provide. Sorry, had to get that out. Thank you for creating something having the courage to put it out there and for creating a place that brings people together. Um, I, that it is, <laughs> that, that is, is so, so nice. It's so nice. And, and I don't even know how to take it because it's like too nice and I can't handle stuff like that. Yeah. Like, uh, thank you for, I guess, giving us the benefit of the doubt because we don't, we like er, I, the, the things that I know about functional medicine, I mostly do know from goop. So I'm, uh, sure that it is a skewed perspective. And I totally agree with you, like, um, that doctors should treat the cause of something rather than the symptoms. And this, how you just phrased what functional medicine is, is like a million times uh, more articulate than anything that they've talked about on Goop. So I just want to thank you for sharing that. And, um, and yeah, and that that is just a great point that like we in any field you can't take what they put on goop as indicative of the entire uh profession right so um so yeah thank you for listening with an open mind yeah we really really appreciate it and we appreciate all of you for listening all of our listeners thank you so much um and 
yeah, like there's always more, you know, to learn about all of these things and what we see just from Goop. And um, and thank you so much for sharing, you know, your point of view and for commenting. Yeah. And uh, I honestly now I'm so curious to uh, to go to a functional doctor. I wish that and like you said, um, healthcare should be affordable for everyone and um i don't know what i'm saying but yeah thank you (laughs) thank you so much all right bye okay bye (laughs) planning for your next trip elevate your travel style with quince quince has all the jet setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway like european linen premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Normally, being a little extra might be a bit much, but not when it comes to healthcare. That's why United Healthcare's Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, supplement your primary plan so you manage out-of-pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles then get a 15 stem bunch of tulips for just 9.99 each with prime round out mom's menu with festive rosé irresistible berry chantilly cake and more special treats come celebrate mother's day at whole foods market